Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Good Grief, a frank conversation about mourning. I'm your host, TJ Sider. Today, we will be speaking with a very special guest who runs a program that helps people deal with their grief head on. Let's get started. We've discussed before on this show the different forms of grief and how the grief monster can manifest itself with the selection of guests on this show. However, one topic that we haven't discussed are the resources available. When things get overwhelming, what resources are available to those who are grieving? How effective are these resources? How do they address different levels of grief? We talk about this with Janelle Pozernyuk, a grief specialist who runs the Grief Recovery Method program. Her experience is extensive. She has a degree in child and youth care from McEwen University in Edmonton and is a certified child and youth care counselor. Without further ado, here is the interview. We are now joined by our guest, Janelle Pozernyuk, uh, who will talk to us about the Grief Recovery Method program. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing very well, and I'm glad you can join us today. Um, this podcast uh, is a, like it's about navigating grief and all the different forms it takes, and I'm glad we can have an expert on here to discuss this. This You're like the perfect guest. I'm so excited. I'm so honored, <laughs> truly, and I'm so excited that you decided to navigate this topic because there's a mm. lot to uh, unpack with it all, so happy to um, so. I wanted to get your perspective on uh, like grief in your personal life and just kind of give our listeners a background of that. Okay. Well, I will uh, date myself here. I'm 30. So just for some context. So, I mean, not too young and like not too old. I'm like right in the middle. And I didn't really realize how much of a griever I have been really my whole life, probably until I was like 25. So I grew up on a farm. And we always had cattle, we had cats, we had dogs. So from an early age, like I dealt with a lot of pet loss. Um, and it was kind of one of those things that people just, you know, they just like say, oh, you'll get a new one. You know, you'll get a new cat. Oh, we'll get you a new dog. Or like, that's just life, right? It was not a very big deal. And then as I got older, um, I was very fortunate to really not experience any death. Um, of people close to me, um, like in my in my formative years, I lost my grandfather when I was five. Um, not a lot of memories around that. And again, that was something that was just not really talked about too, too much. So a lot of my grief experiences came after I turned 18 and moved away from home. Um, so I experienced um, the death of one of my friends due to suicide um, when I was like 22. I lost a another friend uh, she lost her battle with cancer when I was around the same age and then I started to have a lot of losses around my health so I had a stroke when I was 23 years old which is like kind of something that not a lot of people see as grief right but I had mm -hmm. to grieve over how my body was different and my brain was different and all of these changes um 
and then things just kept happening I've experienced like job loss and so there's a lot of grief around that and it was like around my identity right like I did this job for you know 10 years and all of a sudden I don't have it anymore and it's like who am I so my experiences with grief have kind of been all over the map um but like, yeah, like I said, I just never really realized it until I started doing this work, right? Because so many people think that grief comes just from death, right? Like when we lose somebody and there's a lot more to it. And uh, with your with your experiences with grief that you just described, how do you culminate this together? And what kind of gave you the inspiration to uh, be part of the grief recovery method program? Uh, well, I discovered grief recovery when I was in 2017. So that was like six, five, six years ago. And it kind of came to me by accident. And it was uh, one of my supervisors that had suggested it. And she was kind of like, hey, Janelle, like there's this program called the grief recovery method, like maybe you should try it. And my first thing that I said back to her was why I haven't had anyone close to me, like die, like I'm not I'm not grieving, right? And uh, my supervisor and I were very close at that time. And um, I started doing grief recovery over the loss of relationship that I have with my father, who is still living. And so it's always been like just a very tricky relationship to navigate. So that was what actually brought me to it was thinking, wow, maybe there's some more I need to unpack about this grief that I'm experiencing over the relationship that I don't have with my father, who is very much alive. Um, and so, yeah, I did the program for the first time in 2017 over that loss. And then getting trained in it myself was always just a big goal of mine. And I didn't really know if and when it would happen. I was just kind of like, well, if it happens, it happens. And, you know, maybe when I do my master's, I'll get trained in it. Um, but the opportunity came into my lap um, just last year to get certified in it. Um, and I was went through the training by one of the top grief recovery specialists in Canada. So I was just like, okay, this is not an accident. <laughs> now is the time when I'm gonna get trained and go through this. And so, yeah, going through it myself and then getting certified in it and now working with clients, um, it's just a very strong reminder of all of the grief that I have experienced and how, you know, that kind of allows me to connect with other humans that have experienced all of their own losses. And it's just really empowering being able to help them label that. Because the moment you realize that what you're going through is normal, and someone can say like, hey, what you're experiencing is normal. And that's pretty empowering. So, yeah. And uh, briefly describe like how uh, like how these sessions go and like kind of like the general trajectory of the program. Okay. So the grief recovery method has been around since like the 70s um, and it started wow. in the States. Yeah. And so it is actually the only evidence-based grief support program in the world which is really kind of crazy when you think about grief is everywhere in the world right and so it's just really exciting to be a part of something that like research has been done and like people have been studied and just so much emphasis has been put through the process so the way that it works is there are individual sessions and then there are groups that you can join so 
my focus is on the individual work. So it's a seven session program. So like right from the beginning, you know, like there's seven sessions. I mean, if you want more, there can always have more, but that is like the program itself is like, it's a very structured, very um, kind of just a structured program. And so there's seven sessions and the first three sessions are spent learning about grief, learning what it is, what it looks like, and starting to relearn a lot of the things that we have been taught about grief growing up. So there's a lot of misconceptions that um, we need to start un to unpack and unravel. Um, one of my favorite things to teach people is that there actually are no stages of grief. Did you know that? I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people kind of assume that the stages of grief, there's five stages, right? Um, denial, anger, uh, bargaining, mm -hmm. uh, depression, and acceptance. And so it's interesting how those five stages kind of get applied to everyone, when in reality, those stages were created by a woman named Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who is like an expert, who was an expert, she passed a few years ago, in death and dying. And so those stages are actually what someone would go through when they're facing a terminal illness. So it's very individual to that person and not so much about how other people feel, right? And so it's just really interesting when um, people say, you know, I don't really fit into the stages of grief. Like, I'm not sure what stage I'm at. And then I get to say like, hey, there actually are no stages and that there's nothing wrong with you if you're not feeling like you don't align with these stages because it's just kind of what our society is taught, right? So yeah, the first three sessions are a lot of unpacking things like that. And then uh, the last four sessions are focused on your own personal grief experience. And we kind of start with talking about all of the losses that you've experienced in your life. And then you pick one relationship to work on specifically for the last three sessions. Um, and that relationship can be to anything. It can be with a person. That can be a relationship with a pet. It can be a relationship uh, to your health or, you know, to um, a child that maybe never got an opportunity to be born or was lost in utero. And, and so it's a very broad program that really anyone can do um, over the age of 18 and they, um like they really just need to be willing to like to learn and to kind of be honest and just willing to do the work because this is not work that you can do when you're being forced to you kind of have to want to be want to learn about it and want to change some things and kind of feel better about the relationships that we've lost over our lives while facilitating this program, have you noticed any trends that you've seen with people dealing with grief? Like, are there any like commonalities that many people experience and feel while they're going through the grieving process that you've noticed? Yes, that people are way too hard on themselves. <laughs> and it is like every single person that I talk to, you know, they kind of have it in their heads where they think like, oh, I should be better by now. You know, it's been it's been a year since I went through this loss or I, you know, it's been 10 years. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's actually a myth. Like time doesn't heal all of our wounds. Right. Time just it definitely helps kind of with the intensity of those feelings. And sometimes it doesn't. Right. Like everyone's different. And so. That's definitely what I see is a lot of people that are just really hard on themselves, really, no matter how long it's been since whatever it is that they've lost, right? And especially if people aren't aware that 
the things that they've experienced in their life are losses and do contribute to feelings of grief, that kind of creates a whole other set of issues, right? Because I find there's a lot of people walking around thinking there's something wrong with me, not knowing that like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not, you're not broken. It's just your heart is broken, right? So yeah, it's been, um, it's been really rewarding to kind of help people unravel that and then teach them like, no, you're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. You're totally normal. <laughs> so I think another issue that comes with that is like the people around us sometimes can also like feed into that and tell us like, well, you should be over it already. Like, you know, like, why are you so sad about this? And it's just like, it's not a linear process for everyone. And as you said, it is okay to still be grieving and it's still okay to still be feeling those feelings. There shouldn't be any judgment attached to that. People go through the stages of grief and the grief process in general at their own pace. And we shouldn't like we shouldn't judge people for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's easy to get caught up into, you know, what the rest of our society says, right. And the media. And I even remember learning in school, like I was taught about the stages of grief and not really taught the differences between the stages of grief versus the stages of death and dying. Right. And so there's just mm -hmm. a lot of work that needs to be done. And that's why I love just getting to educate people. Um, because once you kind of learn about grief and what it is and what it can look like for others, it not only helps you be a little bit kinder to others, but it also helps you be kinder to yourself. Cause you're like, Oh, if I'm feeling this way, it's probably because of what I, uh, you know, what I've experienced and never got a chance to talk about. Right. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, just, uh, I'd like to share one, um, one little thing from grief recovery that I, my favorite thing to teach people is that grief, so much of the grief that we feel, it comes from all of those unmet hopes, dreams, and expectations that we have about a relationship, right? And not only about those hopes, dreams, and expectations that never got to happen, but a lot of the grief comes from all of the things that we wish we'd said or done differently better or more right all of those things that never got to be communicated to whatever it is that we've lost so that's why I just I love it I love doing this work and it's just so powerful getting to share all of this information with others so that they can be a little bit kinder to themselves and the people around them because it's definitely a ripple effect when I work with just one client it doesn't just stay with that one client it kind of moves out to everyone that they interact with so it's really beautiful all right. Well, thank you, Janelle, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It's now time for some post-interview thoughts. Janelle was somebody that I really wanted to have on the show because she deals with grief head-on with many different people. One of the reasons why I started the show in the first place was to learn from other people through their experiences with grief. One thing that stood out for me during the interview was when Janelle talked about the commonalities that people share when they're grieving. It is true that we can be very hard on ourselves during the grieving process. Everyone experiences grief differently and everyone processes things at their own pace. Just because you are still feeling grief months later, years later, or even decades later, it doesn't matter. And there's no time frame on when to stop feeling the loss. 
Just know that it is okay to grieve. It is okay to feel how you feel. Just be sure to let out those feelings in healthy ways. For example, you can start journaling your thoughts, or you could start painting, or you could start making music, or you can just go on hikes or start a podcast. Whatever it is that you're comfortable with that is a healthy way of dealing with this loss, that's what you should be doing. Because ultimately, you should be prioritizing your needs during the grieving process. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Good Grief, a frank conversation about mourning. This is the final episode of the first season. You can catch up on all previous episodes on our podcast page at goodgrief.transistor.fm. You can also follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at TJ Sider. That's T-J-S-I-D-E-R. Thank you so much for your support. I really loved doing this show, and I really hope you learned something from it. I know I did. Until next time, take care.